0: What's up, guys? Episode four of the Man in the Arena podcast. Just a quick recap. So, I was going through my baseball journey and I left off my senior year at Babson. I had a good senior year after some ups and downs in my Babson career. I was able to overcome adversity. My mindset was better. I was able to have more fun and enjoy the game more. My performance skyrockets due to the mental training and just simply the fact that I was being president and enjoying the baseball and enjoying the game and connecting with my grandfather every time I got to pitch. And I also add, you're crazy if you think that he had nothing to do with helping me out. So he helps me out every time I pitch, right? He's he's no longer behind the plate. He doesn't have to watch from that far anymore. He gets to he gets to enjoy this ride along with me on the mound. So it's cool to to have him right there it's cool to have him right in my heart and and watching and you know all I'm doing is trying to have some fun and let him enjoy the ride just as much as I am because he's the reason I'm here he's the reason I'm able to play baseball he's the reason I am where I am and I just want to let him enjoy the ride as much as he deserves it so we'll go back to the Richmond transfer process. So I'm committed to Richmond. We get into the Upper Valley Nighthawks, my third season in summer ball. I'm having an okay summer. I'm a starter now, so I'm having an okay summer, but Richmond doesn't have any academic programs that I want to be in that I like. So I'm starting to think, is this really a place for me? It's a lot of money to go there. They're not offering me anything. So my Babson coach reached out to Northeastern to see if They had a spot because that's a place I've always wanted to be. I mentioned in the last episode that I toured there in high school. I really liked it, but I wasn't as mature. Didn't even know my GPA when Coach Glav asked and kind of stopped talking to them after that. So he reaches out. They say they got a spot, no money, no guarantee I make the team, but there's a spot if I want it or no guarantee I pitch, but there's a spot if I want to be on the roster. So I decommit from Richmond, and I commit to Northeastern in mid-June. So have summer ball. Summer ball ends. Pretty good summer. I'm a little bit uh, bigger, not working on my nutrition. Had a little bit of a lapse in mental training and mindset work. So going to Northeastern, didn't know what to expect. Didn't know m- how much I was going to play. I just knew that I was going to outwork everybody and be the best person I could be daily. So, started to lock in on the nutrition, started to lock in on the mindset, started to lock in on the weight room. I became faster, stronger, more explosive. I'll mention that I was the weakest kid there. I was the slowest kid there. And I was. I jumped the lowest out of everybody when I got there. So I was at the bottom of the totem pole, even though I was a fifth year there, uh, physically was So I was not up to the Northeastern standard or division one standard, but I could still pitch. So I had one fall outing, did well. They shut me down in the winter. I come back. My mental training is going well. I'm in a good mindset. I'm in a good space physically. And I just pitched like I did when I was a kid, just enjoying the moment, saying, fuck you, hit this. I'm nasty. I love this game. And I did well in the winter. didn't know what my role was going to be at Northeastern in the spring. Um, ended up being a bullpen role. So I had some crazy roles at Northeastern. I would come in. I started, started two games on the year. I was a long reliever. I was a short reliever. I relieved for two innings. I relieved in the eighth inning. I relieved in the ninth inning. I closed. I threw in every inning. So I threw first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, even 10th, I think one time. So I threw in all the Mm -hmm. innings. I like to consider myself a utility pitcher, which I really like because I'm ready to go every game and they're always using me whenever they, whenever they need it. And I'm always ready to go. So whenever you need me to take the ball and do my thing, I'll do my thing. So, so, as I work to be a better pitcher, I start incorporating stuff I did in high school because I remember that when I was doing what I did in high school and when I was little, I was successful. So I start incorporating jump throws, all this athletic stuff. And again, we'll talk about this in a different podcast, but I started being an athlete again, started having fun again, started eating better and all that good stuff. So I was able to have a good season in Northeastern. About two weeks left in the season, Coach Glab comes up to me and he says, there's a Cape spot, a temp for, with Hyannis if you want it. And then later he came back and said, there's more information. They have a spot, but it's not until June 22nd. So you'll go home for a month and then come back and pitch for Hyannis. So that was best case scenario. I've always wanted to pitch in the Cape and have that opportunity So I go home for a month, get to spend time with my my grandmother, get to live with her on the farm and do the farm thing, throw in the arena, throw outside alone into a net, drive to Maxfield, throw bullpens to whoever I can or a net. And then I got to go to the Cape and face some live hitters, had an amazing summer there, was locked in mentally, nutrition wise, was locked in Um, mindset-wise, book-wise, yoga-wise, strength and conditioning-wise, and all the little things that I was doing on a daily basis added up to some success on the field. And I just had the most fun I've ever had on the field. So I'll I'll talk more about what I did specifically visualization-wise and mental training and that kind of thing later on in different episodes. But I had a a phenomenal summer there. Just so much fun. So much fun. Was blessed to be able to play the baseball Bob was watching me. There was crazy, crazy omens and crazy, crazy things that happened on the baseball field that just, I knew he was there and knew he was watching and knew he was having the time of his life. So moving on from the summer, I come back to Northeastern this last fall. I'm locked in on nutrition, not throwing. And then I started to throw and ramp up and Again, started to have some thoughts like, Oh, I got to be perfect. Like, I got to be better than whoever I am. I'm comparing myself to others and didn't struggle a lot because I wasn't facing hitters, but definitely wasn't having fun. But then again, got my mental side back into it, got my mindset back into it, and was able to just be grateful to throw, be grateful to pitch, be grateful to throw every single time. I had some lat issues and I was really pissed off when I wasn't able to throw, but. It was something I needed because I needed to reset and say, damn, bro, every time you get to throw and touch the ball, like that's an absolute blessing and something to be grateful for because you don't know if you're going to be able to throw it again. This could be the last time you touch a baseball. So I'm so blessed every time I get to touch that ball. And even if it's not a perfect day, even if I'm not as good as I know I can be, just being able to throw that ball and and have fun and play catch is a blessing. So that's really helped me reframe my mindset and just enjoy throwing the baseball and what I get to do on a daily basis, because I've been dreaming of this ever since I was five years old. And I'll touch more on that again in up other episodes, but I'm where I've always wanted to be. And I'm so blessed and grateful for everyone that's got me here as well as the, coach, sorry, the coaches and every everybody. So that's something that i started to work on this winter. I've thrown live a couple times this spring and winter. Um went back home and got to sorry, I'll backtrack. Went back home in the winter, threw inside, threw in the arena again. I made like a strike zone out of bailing string and plywood and spray painted the corners black and and just got to be a kid again. So that was some fun Vermont shit that not a lot of people have to deal with. And I love doing shit like that because I know that a lot of people wouldn't be willing to do that. And that's something I'm willing to do. So I, I love being home, loved having that struggled and, and having to drive a long way to just get some, some throwing and lifting in. And, and I'm just blessed to do it. Like I'm blessed. I have those opportunities and know those people that allow me to have those resources and work and train the way I do. So moving on to the spring, I throw in live. And when I'm at my best, I'm free. I'm having fun. I'm giving good intent and conviction with no outcome thinking at all. Just all process-oriented oriented thinking, all focus on enjoying the game and having fun. And that's when I'm at my best no matter right now or later on this season is when i'm just trying to play the game and and do me nothing extraordinary just do my game and and i know my game is good and my game is is good enough to win and succeed so i've had adversity and failure this spring and i've worked on handling that as best i can and nobody likes to fail i hate it but i can definitely learn more from when things are going wrong then when i have an outing that i dominate cuz i don't, you just dominate and you're like oh let's do that again but there's nothing to really work on so i'm blessed for the failures i'm blessed for the ability to learn from them and and get better and improve so the failures are really just improvements they're helping you improve if you let the failures be improvements right that's that's part of the mindset and we can talk about that later in other episodes as i keep saying but That's where I'm at right now. I am working on my slider, developing my slider. There's been good days with it, there's been bad days with it. I struggle with consistency, or I have struggled with consistency with it in the past, but I'm very slowly, not very slowly, just slowly moving the needle forward. I'm doing the work every day, and I'm manifesting that come season, that slider is going to be disgusting. It's going to be a weapon that I use and it's going to complement my other pitches and it's just going to take me to a new level. And I know that whether I fail with it a few times or not, it's going to be there and I trust the work that I'm putting in with it and I'm ready to succeed with it. So that's where I'm at now. Lastly, I'll add my goals. My goals are to get signed or drafted. That's my long-term outcome goal, right? And I guess that is an outcome thing, so that's something to work towards, but my real goal is in the process. So my goal is to be the best I can be pitch for pitch. So on the next pitch, I want to be the best pitcher I can be in that pitch. I want to be present, and I want to just enjoy the game as much as I can every time I'm on the mound, because I know that in this life, there's not many times I'm going to get the mound, get to be on the mound realistically. Like even if I, even when I do make it to the major leagues, there's still not a lot of time in this short, short life, even though sometimes it seems long, the short life, there's not a lot of times I'm going to be able to be in that arena. There's not a lot of times I'm going to be able to look another guy in the eyes and know I've done more work than he has. And compete against him, whether he beats me that time or next time, or I beat him. There's not a lot of times that I'm going to get that opportunity. So my main goal is to be present and to really enjoy the game, really enjoy the moments on the mound and, and continue to connect to my grandfather and be the best player I can be. But to be the best player I can be, I have to be the best person I can be. And we'll work on it from there. And we'll talk about it more in upcoming upcoming episodes with other players and with myself, but this is a good place to start on my baseball journey. Obviously, there's some things I left out. It's been a crazy long journey, but it's just begun. So I appreciate your time and you guys listening to me ramble for another 15 minutes. And the next episode will either be a thought thoughts of the day or will be an episode with Henry Smith, which will be a really cool episode. So I look forward to continuing this podcast journey with you guys and, and this journey of life. So see you guys next episode.